Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Our beautiful sounds are coming from Janet Rich saying your word, your word, which is a foundation in our lives, Lord God, your word that uh, stands with us through each and every storm of life. And speaking of uh, the word of the Lord, our foundational scripture of the day today is from the book of Luke, Luke chapter 16, verse 10. And it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. And um, I'm just laying it as a foundation on the backdrop of the conversation that we're about to have with uh, Dora Pala, who is known as uh, the Royal Dora, a preacher, a speaker, an author, a real estate agent. She's also a founder and owner of Shadiki Hair Oil and founder of Wives in Waiting SA, as well as Royal Dora Mentorship. Welcome, uh, Royal Dora. I don't know whether to say Royal, uh, Royal Dora or, or Dora Pala. Welcome, my dear sis. I think Royal Dora wins. Okay, really, Royal Dora yeah. definitely wins on any day. <laughs> yes. A warm, warm welcome to you right here on Spectrum. Thank you so much, Masitawa. Okay. Thank you for having me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about your book. I just want to delve right into it. It's titled Tailored Woman. And you say yes. it's a love letter to all women who are in the wilderness. Uh, what inspired this book? Um, Tailored Woman was inspired by my life. Uh, it's basically a memo of my life, my past experiences mm-hmm. and um my journey um, in Christianity, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my calling, and uh, talking to or encouraging the 21st century woman on how to carry themselves yes. in the things of the Lord. Yeah. So it's, um, I said in the book that it's not a motivational book. It's a deliverance book. Mm, I like that. Because, yes. Uh, I, I don't think in my life I could ever write it again. I always say that I've poured myself out into the pages of Tailored Woman. Mm-hmm. And um, it speaks about abuse that I've encountered as a child. And, um, you know, being called at a very tender age and having gone through processes that would have stolen someone's life or would have killed you as a person. Mm. And overcoming those hurdles and ending up on the pulpit and having a prophetic voice to to bring men and women back to Christ. Yes. So, yeah, so that's basically Tailored Woman by the King. So in the depiction of the cover, I always say that I was a woman that was pieces, like was was, was like pieces lying on the floor. Mm. And the, the, the king, who's the tailor, uh, put me together um, again or put me back again. And every time when people come into my life, they'll be like, you're a beautiful woman. You know, you are very whole. Mm. You are, yes. And then I always reflect back that there was a time where I was just pieces lying all over. I did not have an identity. Mm. And it took the hand of God over my life to bring me back to power and into position. So that's basically tailored woman. And, um, you know, I have a brilliant mentor who said to me, Dora, Mm-hmm. I used to preach in prisons, and then he said to me, Dora, you have uh, you have a story to tell, a relatable story. 
you're speaking to women and uh, it's good when a woman reads a book yes. that they can relate to. And it's time that you sit down and write your own story, you know, and I did. And um, for me, it's through transparency that we breed hmm. a community. Yeah. And through community, we bring collective healing. I wanted to tell the girl child uh, that I come across that, um, you know, the healing is found in God. Because if you had known or you have read my book, you would have realized that uh, I could have been dead. I could have been a mess. Mm. But it took the hands of a of a tailor, you know, of a, of a seamstress. I mean, God is a seamstress. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, he needed me. He put me back together again. So when I wrote this book, I wanted to reach a community of broken women I speak about abortions, that I've done two abortions, and I was nearly, uh, I nearly became a Sangoma. I was nearly mm. initiated, and then I speak about the rape that I've encountered as a child. Mm. And um, so whenever I used to have a mentorship school in, in the early days of ministry, and you know, the, the young women around me would say, Dora, you, are, you, are, you, are, you know, they loved me. They loved my, my, my presence. And I said, I want them to understand that God can use anything. And God can just take anything that has been washed away, you know, by pain, by frustration and by depression. Yes. Put it back together again and, you know, make it a beautiful masterpiece. Mm. So for me, when I released Tailored Woman, it felt like, you know, freedom in the church because we, we we are among broken people in the church who has a facade. And I wanted to say, you know, it takes it takes a lot of work, you know, to get to a place of power. Yes, it takes so much from a, a human being to get to a place of power that when we look at someone who's powerful, then we realize that these are the ones that have been through fire. And I wanted to be an example. I do not want them to look at your Joyce Meyer, look at Oprah. I wanted to say, hey, I'm your sister. I'm here. I've been through this, but look at me. Mm. Basically, look at what God can can do. You know, like you said, with with the Mm -hmm. kind of experiences and challenges that you've been through. I mean, you're quite vivid about it. Um, It's not a lot of people that come forward and speak about such. So it really must have required a certain amount of bravery um, and just transparency and also just vulnerability on your part. Yes. It did. It did. It took me four years to write Tailored Woman. Mm. Not because I could not come up with words. I'm a locksmith. I'm a wordsmith. Mm. <laughs> I nearly said a blacksmith. <laughs> I'm also a blacksmith. I love prayer. So I love yeah. words. I love words. I flow in words. And I could write and write and write. God just took me back. You know, when God takes you back in years and then I had to travel those ordeals you know the pain that I've been through and you know I've, I've learned something that it takes a uh, humanity a human mind has power to move over things mm. but has got no power to forget mm. so over time you think that your pain is no longer existing I mean existing in your soul or your spirit mm-hmm. it's because over time you've learned to manage it but until you confront it that's when you realize that, yay, I have been through so much. So I had to travel back in time and sit in the very house where uh, the rape occurred in the village and to pen down the thoughts and the emotions. Because when I wrote this book, I wanted it to be so raw. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have gray areas. 
you know, it's either black, it's either white. So I wanted uh, vulnerability. Mm. I wanted to erupt a conversation in the corridors of every township. You know, everyone just, hey, you know, you know when they gossip, but they yes. and even when they talk, you know, because there are some even in church who say, but how would you write such a book? Who will marry you? But mm. I, I said to myself that if I had died without writing that book, I wouldn't have left my purpose. Mm. So I wanted to fulfill one of the biggest mandates, why God created me, why God has made me an elaborate preacher, and that um, I I wanted to be a sermon. You know, I wanted to be a sermon. I wanted to stand in front of people and have people see their cracks through my spirit, see their faults and their mistakes that, you know what? God can use us, you know. There's power in the redemptive, you know, blood of Jesus. You know, there's power in the cross because I attribute my healing, I attribute my my wholeness back to the cross. I I, I always say, I don't want attention. I have healed from all those audios. But I want people to focus on the power of the blood of Jesus because that's where I found my healing, at the feet of the cross. At the feet of the cross, indeed. I just want to give our listeners an opportunity to partake in our conversation. And um, to you who are listening, perhaps you're driving from work, uh, perhaps this is hitting a nerve and um, it's an experience that you've had. We encourage you to either call in on to 012-334-1322 or send us a WhatsApp on 82 657-2729. Now, our foundational scripture, uh, uh, Royal Dora, is from the book of Luke, chapter 16, verse 10, and it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. I can't help but think of the wonderful things that the Lord has been able to do through your life by producing mm-hmm. so much. You're not an author only. You're also an entrepreneur because you've come up with with a solution for women's hair um, <laughs> through Shadiki Hair Oil. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I I have a daughter. Oh, she's now 13. When I did it, when I manufactured the oil, um, she was, I think, around five. You know, when you have a very um, busy child who's always on stage, but she's got like three hairs on her head. And you, know, <laughs> and you can count and, the know, number of hairs I'm, on her head. <laughs> you know, and my mom would make a joke and say, hey, maybe you were eating chicken, you know, heads. Why is your child looking like that? Yeah. So I, I had to come up with a solution. I locked myself in the kitchen and I mixed things, vegetables and so forth. And I said, you know what, God? I want this child to have hair, and I made that Shadiki. Shadiki is the name that I endear her with. So it's basically my daughter, I call her Shadiki. Mm. So I started using that oil on her hair, and people thought it's anointing oil. They were like, Dora! <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes. I just want Afro, and she, in three months of making that oil, my daughter's hair just grew tremendously. It was mm. in 2018, and I started selling it. It helps with the hairline. It makes your hair very rich. And it, it really does wonders. There's a lot of people that uses it on their face and their body. I also use it on my body lately because I'm tired of my hair because I'm a real estate agent. And <laughs> it's very busy. So, yeah, but um, that's basically it. It's a mixture of just raw organic products. I cook it from mm-hmm. my stove in my kitchen. Yes. And I do it in my spare time. And it, it, as a single mother, 
uh, I always empower women that there's more that we can do with our hands. You know, mm. the little money that comes in makes a difference. Mm. So it's the little that you're talking about that God can multiply, you know, and cause a, an abundance out of basically just that. Mm. I mean, this yeah. just brings me back to, to the story in Second Kings where, where the widow <laughs> said, the widow yeah, said, I have absolutely absolutely nothing until the mm. prophet Elisha said but what do you have in your house until mm. she had to remember Amen. she had just a little mm. oil and that mm. little oil was able to multiply and not just feed mm. her family but overflow that she oh. could uh, be able to pay her debts and still live on and that's the kind of Lord oh. we worship the the kind yeah. that actually just gives us more than what we can mm. ever um, mm. envision or, or, or even th- I mean you were actually doing this oil for your child it, did you ever mm. envision that it would be helping no. me any other women? No, I have never. I just did it for her and for myself because, I mean, I'm a mother. And the next thing, I'm sending couriers to Cape Town. Wow. And, and it eventually ended up helping us even pay her own school fees at that time because I was not working. Mm. And then I realized that if indeed God is interested in helping us grow, as long as we lift up what we have and show it to him and say, this is all I have, mm. you know. And, and, and it's like you, you, you once had what I said. I mentioned that's great, that the same little oil that I had in just one jar, it's now overflowing. So mm. I, I really love making that oil and I love the testimonies. Everyone speaks about the scent mm. because it's got a signature scent that I mix from the bottom of my heart. And <laughs> a I secret ingredient. <laughs> yes, when they ask them, they Prophets don't reveal secrets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is absolutely amazing. You do so much. You're also an estate agent and you're a mother and you're a minister yeah. of the gospel. How mm-hmm. on earth do you wear so many hats and be able to just maintain a level of calmness, maintain, yeah. uh, you know, humility, maintain just mm. navigating through life? It's very difficult. I don't want to lie. And uh, <clears throat> like we always say, attribute everything to grace. That um, I always tell my friends that it's been 20 years. I haven't sat down and watched TV. Mm. So if I'm ex- interacting with people, I'm, I'm on social media because my time is very limited. Yes. So it goes on how you, you divide your, day, your time in a day. And I, I'm an avid reader. I love books. So whenever I get a chance to sit, then I take a book and I read. Mm. So most of the time... Yes, there's delays in orders, you know, there's a delay there and there, but I always show up. That's one thing I, I've learned that even if there's a delay, we carry the task to, to, to tomorrow. We apologize, and but we still get on the work. Real estate is very demanding. Yes. But what I love is that you can maximize your time. You know, you can... And then as a single woman, you can even work through the night. You know, we, we bend the midnight oil. And <laughs> you can take advantage of that while, while know, the Lord is still yes. preparing your husband. Yes, and also <laughs> the, the, the fact that the child grows. I mean, she's now 13 years, and mm. it's getting better when you know they can do things themselves. And then you have time to yourself also, and you can get a little bit of assistance with others. And one thing I've learned over years is to delegate and it, it, it helps. It helps. And the ministry appointments, there are those that I will take, but there are those that will want me to travel, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't travel. But there was a time where I just did everything anytime, and I, I really burnt out. So, mm. you know, as long as we live our purpose, it doesn't matter how deep we go into it, but the response, just a yes, a both yes to our 
purpose is enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like now, I haven't done interviews in a very long time. I actually thought I wouldn't be doing interviews because I felt a bit tired and they going to an end. But I couldn't say no to this. Of course, it's Spectrum. <laughs> no. How could you ever? <laughs> no. Wow, uh, no. yeah. So you've got quite a busy schedule, but it's yeah. it's really just about balancing things out. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about your, your healing process. I know we've already spoken about the book, but a lot of people, you know, struggle perhaps to move from uh, traumatic experiences and find healing and, and be able to speak about the traumas, but not be governed by them, you know, not mm. be lauded by them. How did you manage to, to get from that point to the point at which you are today? Um, healing is a journey. What took me three days or three years can take someone 10 years. Mm. But also the journey, it must be first a decision and it must be intentional. You need to wake up and say, you know what? I've been living in this hellhole and I'm sick and tired of it and I want to come out. There are those that will speak about counselors. I believe so much in counseling and therapy. But in my time, because there's experiences that I've written about in my book, they've happened way long, uh, I mean, many years ago. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I was very alert to um, therapists and counselors. But one thing I would always emphasize is I sit at the women, I mean, at the feet of the women in church. Mm -hmm. As much as we go to the cross, I had mothers. And I think through this conversation, you can learn that I'm quite a speaker and I've yes. never hidden anything. And I believe a lot of people are dying secretly because they are afraid of what will people say. Mm. There are those who speak, but there are those who are still saying, what will they think of me? There are people who are in marriages, who are in relationships, but they, they don't know what happened to their partners in their childhood. Mm. But when you make a decision to constantly or to persist, to heal your inner child, you know, get to a point where you can have vulnerable, uh, uh, I mean, vulnerable conversations with your partner. That's where healing will take place Mm. every day of your life. What are you doing towards healing inner child? That's basically who I am. And when I speak about healing as a journey, doesn't mean because of the things that happened to me in my past, there's, there's no new things that are happening. I'm still getting broken. But because I am intentionally walking in an atmosphere of healing, yes. so the new pain that comes doesn't find a, a, you know, a blockage of the old pain that is still in existence mm. in my body. The problem with people is when trauma occurs, they step onto you know, life as if nothing happened and they don't deal with that trauma. So there's a moment where everything is going to just come you know, 360 degree, and then it just collapses on you. Yeah. That's when we find people having depression because now it's stacks and stacks of unhealed, you know, pain. And I mean, I can't be 37 now, and I'm still talking about what I've been through at the age of 10, mm. and I haven't dealt with it. It means I'm not intentional with my healing. Yes. I'm not being decisive in my journey. And it means that the next person I'm going to be involved with will have to pay for the mistakes that happened in the past. Remember, no matter how far you may walk, you can never walk away from a a painful ordeal that you've never dealt with. Mm. There's a quote I read that you cannot heal what you cannot confront. Mm. You can never escape your your, your past trauma as a child or or pain. So I really spoke to a lot of people. I have a brilliant mentor. He's been mentoring me all my life. Even if 
I come from preaching a powerful sermon. You would say, Dora, that sermon was powerful. But I know deep down... It must heart, have heard. It must have heard. I go back and I weep. And he knows he will cover me. He will pray for me. It's like my father. Yeah, people well, don't have that. I'd just like to interject yeah. there. A big shout out to mentors who ground mm-hmm. us, who help us along our lives mm-hmm. journey. And I actually just want to keep you for a little bit longer, Dora, because I'm seeing there are a lot of WhatsApp messages that are coming through. So we're going to okay. take a praise pause and allow okay. some of our listeners to, to send through the WhatsApp um, on our line which is 0826572729 so that they can engage in the conversation and then we'll have you just after our our news is that okay okay it's okay ma'am it's all okay. right thank, thank you. you so uh, let's all just right. take a bit of a praise pause and allow you to send through your experiences to send through your whatsapp messages um through to dora thank you from your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet Join this life on 657 AM. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za co.za and click on shop t's and c's apply come live the life at 657 a.m 657 a.m it's nine minutes past five and uh, we're saying that God turned it around with Tim Godfrey and Nathaniel Basie and boy oh boy this is just a befitting song um, for our interview with Royal Dora who is a preacher, a speaker, an author, a real estate agent, a woman with a powerful testimony, a founder and owner of Shadiki Hair Oil and also the founder of Wives in Waiting um, and not forgetting the Royal Dora Mentorship. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Hi, Dora. Are you still there with us? Yes, yes, I am. I am. Okay. So uh, we've got a voice note that has just um, come through for you. I think we'll, we'll play it in about a minute. I think it's, it's pertaining our conversation. But I just want to ask you this. How um, is the Royal Dora Mentorship Program running and who is actually eligible to, to come through for that mentorship? Um, I do one-on-one sessions mm-hmm. um, based on the, the form that I have, a Google form that says um, it, it gives you options of what you want. Yes. What kind of mentorship do you want? Some people just want peppers. Some people just want uh, to know what's their assignment. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, some will say, Dora, we want you to teach us how to dress. And, yes. Or how to eloquently speak and interviews. And it's a whole lot of lists. And then it depends what another person wants and what, what, what an in- individual is looking for at that particular time. But my focus is on the girl child. Mm-hmm. Like I am embarking on just having... Your, your classes, your etiquette classes with your, because my passion is with the young girls, mm-hmm. because I really want to be a mentor that I never had. 
So next year we'll be kick-starting the classes on a Saturday where we'll be doing something called the Princess Project. So okay. I have, yeah, I have done it previously, but due to a lot of stuff happening, and then I post, but I will be doing so. They all fall under the Royal Dora Mentorship, depending on what you want. The people that follow me on social media, they know that I offer a lot of services, and um, I just put them under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. And there is a link actually there at the top of my page, and then that says, uh, you can tell me what you want and then elaborate. Uh, it's a whole lot of uh, interesting things that people want. You'll be shocked. Mm. But as long as they are also under the umbrella of God, because I'm a God girl. It's nothing I do outside God. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and so please just feel free to share your social media uh, you know, links with us and with the listeners mm-hmm. as well for those who would like to follow or perhaps mm-hmm. even access your book or be part of the mm-hmm. mentorship program. Yes, um, Royal Dora. That's why we had to use Royal Dora. Yes. <laughs> so if they say Royal Dora, at Royal Dora is on Facebook, and then uh, Instagram is at Tailored Woman. And then I think on TikTok is Dora the Realtor. There I'm more pushing real estate. Mm-hmm. And then the two other pages where it's Tailored Woman on Instagram, and then on Facebook is at Royal Dora. It's, uh, it's, it's where I'm actually very, very much active on Facebook. On Facebook. Mm, where they where they can get a hold of you. Yeah, where they can get a hold of me. Okay, and uh, are there any particular projects that you're working on at the moment where we would be able to find you or something that is new and upcoming that we can look forward to? Yes, um, the Royal Dora Mentorship, is, uh, I'll actually be uh, sending out the information, I think, at uh, the end of um, November, because I've been working on it, uh, the classes. The mentorship is going to be in full force where I won't be doing your... The one-on-one I've been doing virtually. I remember since COVID started and also that uh, we are now more virtual, but because things have went back uh, uh, to normal, so I'm going to be doing your Saturday classes where I can have people for sessions and uh, even the young girls are going to be incorporated. So the information will be on Facebook, I think, by the end of November and um, then for 2023. So at the moment, I'm a bit quiet. I'm working on, 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 on projects for 2023 and I'll be presenting them very soon. Mm, okay, very interesting. We have a voice note for you. Uh, just uh, We'd like to play it. It's from uh, Gogezo and uh, this is what Gogezo has to say. Yeah. Hi, Radio Pulpit. Um, this is Gogezo Rangongo. Um, I know this daughter from a couple of years. Um, she's a phenomenal woman. She's an amazing woman, very anointed, um, very, very focused on empowering women. Um, I was one of her students um, at the mentorship that she mentions, and I just want to applaud her for actually telling her story. It's not easy, you know, telling your past um you know, writing it down in a book and then, you know, but she did that and it's, 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 it's commendable. So says Dora, you're an amazing woman. I love you and continue doing the Lord's work. Oh, Oh, that is amazing. I mean, I just had to play that for you so that you can know the type of work that you're doing in in your ministry, the lives that you're reaching. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm crying. Oh. I'm crying because the mom is like one of the mothers that helped me through the journey of healing. And I ended up being raising her daughter. Mm. Can you imagine? 
Sure. Oh my goodness. The Lord yeah. is truly faithful and kind. Yeah. No, we we have run out of time, but um, <laughs> we we do believe that next time when we do call you, yeah. um, you'll you'll heed the call as you did today. We are truly yeah. honored to have had you, um, and we actually even ambushed you to take you on for a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> the I conversation, <laughs> the conversation was just flowing, but I'd just like yeah. to um, extend uh, you know gratitude to you for sharing your story unapologetically for raising you know a generation of young women who are rooted in the word who are rooted in christ jesus and um for ministering Mm, amen amen okay thank you royal dora Thank you so much, ma'am. All right, then. Uh, family, that was uh, Royal Dora who was speaking to us about so many things that she's doing, a lot of facets, a multifaceted woman who is an author, who is uh, as well as an entrepreneur because she has got uh, Shariki Hair Oil and um, running a mentorship program really to, to uplift young women and to and to guide them in, in their journey of life. And we are truly, truly blessed to have had her. And uh, it's just gone 60 minutes past five and I think that we must just ease into what we're going to be doing a little bit later today. Today I've got phenomenal guests for you and I just, before I even say his name, I'm just going to play his song um, just so that you can perhaps uh, drop a WhatsApp and think uh, you know the answer, you can tell me who the the singer and the composer of the song is. We're just going to play his song and it's titled Isaiah 54 verse 11. I'm going to tell you his name after the song plays and and just enjoy enjoy where you are from your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet join this life on 657 am if you need prayer please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or whatsapp 067-429-7564 or go to radio pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.